Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And this week we talk with Emily and Clayton from Make It Magical. And we are so excited. Let's dive in. Right, and this is episode number 77, and this is a fun one. I'm so excited. So pumped for you guys to hear our amazing conversation with Make It Magical, Emily and Clayton. Uh, a blast. We had so much fun, and again, we're so thankful that they came on the show, and we are so excited for you guys to hear our interview with them. Yes, we talked about all fun things, Disney food, Disney rides, you name it, we talked about it, so can't wait to dive in there. Uh, but before we do, wanted to catch you up on what we've been up to, which is actually a whole lot of nothing. So <laughs> I kind of teed it up to be a very exciting thing. It's not. <laughs> it's uh, probably what you're doing. It's working. It's coming home, mm-hmm. paying bills, and and just enjoying each other's company. We've been going for walks. We have been. Watching some stuff on TV. Uh, we have um, are hooked on Harry Potter again, so we're watching all the Harry Potter movies, which is so exciting. That is fun. And um, yeah, just taking everything day by day. The weather is getting warmer. It looks like it's going to be like 80-something degrees yeah, next weekend. Which is hilarious, which is, it's kind of back to its usual California ways. But uh, as many of you know, uh, we've been having insane weather. So crazy rain. Very cold still. You know, there was like, we had freezing temperatures the other day at night. Yeah. And then we're going to 80 some degrees. So it's like, the weather's like, nope, no more craziness. We're going back to typical weather, which is hot. The weather is done hearing us complain. Which is going to be kind of (laughs) nice. I'm looking forward to some 80 degree weather, uh, which is insane. I cannot believe I'm saying that. I mean, it sounds normal. I mean, it's already April. I know. So we're ready for it. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. So we have... Uh, a short week here coming up with uh, work. We have Friday off. Yeah. Which will be awesome. So excited. We probably won't do anything with it, mm-hmm. but we'll uh, we'll enjoy the time off. But before we dive in to that crazy interview, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Giant help to the show. And please consider sharing this episode with a friend. So if you know have a friend and you know they love Disney or you want them to love Disney, Hopefully this show can help them out. So shoot them a link and uh, give them the option of listening to Market House. Yes. And speaking of reviews, we have a new review this week. We do. And a very nice one at that. We do. And this is from nickname 12345678912456. Now that is a sweet name. Yes. And this is a five-star review um, titled Best Disneyland Podcast by Far. I found Market House while researching Club 33. Listens to some other shows regarding the club, never connected with anyone like I did Market House. The sound quality of the show is always clear. Intro music always makes me nostalgic and ready for more Disney. And then in parentheses, I, I would love to know the song title if you can share. Trivia segment is quickly becoming a favorite. Hope it continues. Love the positivity and passion for all things Disney from George. Thank you, George. George, that, that seriously made our whole day. Thank you so much for your positivity and your kind words. We, we truly appreciate you taking the time to just let us know what you're loving about Market House and again, just letting us know how you found us, which is so awesome. I'm welcome. I'm so happy you found our Club 33 episode. That was such a fun one. Yes. Thank you so much. Super nice words. And uh, we appreciate the support. And yes, I will get you that song title if you want to. If you have an Instagram, shoot us a message and I'll send you the song title. Uh, lack of preparation on my part. I would have told you that. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to do some digging to see what that song title is. So send us a message on Instagram at Market House Podcast, or you can head over to the website, markethousepodcast.com. 
send us a message uh, using that contact us form and I will shoot you that song, no problem. Yes. So you can uh, hang out at home and listen to some Disney-like tune. I love it. You do, That's why you I do really it. well with the music. Oh, thank you. It does take me way too long. I spend like 45 minutes to an hour finding one new song just because I need it. <laughs> I need it to fit the feel of the show. So I'm glad you like it, George. Thank you so much for the kind words. And finally, you can also support the show by using our Getaway Today link to book your Disney vacations. You can save $10, an additional $10, on a vacation package if you use Market House 10. All right, let's dive into the interview. We are here with Clayton and Emily from Make It Magical and cannot wait to dive in and ask you all of the things that we've been wondering, that the people have been asking, uh, (laughs) wanting to get to know you guys more, but hello. (laughs) Hello. Hey, guys. (laughs) How are you guys doing? We're so excited that you're here. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks for inviting us on the show. Thanks for having us. Of course. We've been dying to have you on. Uh, been a couple dates that have, you know, fallen through. There's been some sickness involved and then just scheduling stuff, but we cannot wait and are very happy that we have you on. And uh, we've been longtime listeners. And if you don't know uh, folks at home, but they are hosts of a podcast called Make It Magical, like I just like I just said. And um, <laughs> they just actually released their 50th episode, which is a giant so achievement exciting. and milestone. Yeah. yeah, why don't you have... Yeah, you yeah we did. That, that was kind of the biggest thing we've been waiting for with the podcast. I mean, when you start up, you guys very well know when you get started, it feels like reaching to episode 50, it'll take forever. So finally hitting that, it feels kind of like that big achievement finally. Sure. Yeah, that's a big one. And like... It's there's some crazy stats on like how, you know, people start a podcast and they like post four episodes and then they just like leave it and, you know, all together. So to get to 50 is a giant, giant deal and uh, couldn't be happier for you guys. I listened this morning. One of the, you know, one of the first I get up and I start my day with Make It Magical on Wednesdays. And uh, it was a fantastic episode, like always. I'm pretty sure Caleb's like one of your number one fans because I'll be Aww. working. He'll be like, did you hear what Emily Clayton said today? I'm like, did you work at all this morning? I didn't. And I it's, just listened to yeah. the podcast. It's like 9 a.m. And I'm like, no, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not but you yet. guys are awesome. I mean, Clayton and I, we are huge fans of you guys. So oh. it's been Aww, amazing you. getting to know you and to finally do like a cool lab episode we will for sure have you on our show one day yeah yes. i'm just like i gotta get to the uh the the historical undertaking of just <laughs> yeah i'm like i yes. guess we need to celebrate episode 50 but once we get past <laughs> that you guys are for sure coming on the show oh we, oh, love we that. would love that and look forward to it but for those who haven't heard episode 50 yet from you guys you guys just started a whole like these what the the founding of disneyland the starting so you just started off this big series and oh, yeah <laughs> that is awesome that is an undertaking i respect that well, and, it's uh, it's an it's an undertaking now that we're recording it. She was doing research for about two months leading up to it, so yeah, she would oh. disappear and she'd be up here uh, just doing research, just, you know, like, nerding out. Yeah. That's, but that's as per usual, I suppose. Yeah, so <laughs> that's she's, awesome. it's been a massive undertaking, even from just like getting ready for it. But she's done a pretty good job. She does pretty much all the work. Uh, you just you just show up put the headphones on and record i'm I'm just here to uh say things that uh people either a find funny or find uh inflammatory offensive yeah (laughs) so very true um so yeah that is a perfect segue into before we we dive in and, and ask you some good questions that is the perfect segue into 
what I wanted to talk about mostly. Oh, what? And that is, you <laughs> set the internet ablaze with oh, a comment. No. And oh. I was one of the, I, I'm assuming few that was like, yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. I uh, I appreciated that because yeah. otherwise everyone was like, "What's up with this attack on the beloved uh, Dole Whip?" Dole so Whip, you came yeah. out and said that Dole Whips not your favorite dessert because they melt too fast, and I yeah, could not I mean, agree more. I, when I want an ice cream based dessert, so yeah. let's say we're talking a cold based dessert, I want something that's you know got a little bit of I don't know texture to it. I guess Form. it's like yeah. frozen, firm, sure. you know, not just a liquid puddle, a slurry, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the uh, that's uh, apparently the biggest thing I've ever said on this podcast is uh, Dole whips are overrated. So yeah, well, I, I, definitely- I, I need to let it be known that even though Clay and I have a podcast together, do not do not put me <laughs> up with him on that take because I love Dole whips. So <laughs> I'm right there with me you. Up don't with worry. him on that. <laughs> yeah, Caleb wouldn't drop that probably for like a week and a half. I feel like every other conversation we had, it'd be like, so what do you really think of the Dole whip? Like, do you think it's... <laughs> it was kind of like, but it was frustrating because I'm like, you you can still enjoy it, but you have to agree that they melt too fast. Like, I, th- I think we have to like just throw it all away and just yeah. everyone has to agree. I don't know Three seconds, that. even in mild weather, yeah, they're running... I don't running... know about that, Caleb. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> we need well, to do a discovery trip and all go down together and, uh, and yeah. test this out. Some, some Mythbusters Disney edition. <laughs> exactly. How long how, does it take long for the Dole Whip dole... to melt? It's like, how long does it A, take to get said Dole Whip? And you need, I, I think I think for Dole Whips now you cannot you can't mobile order it because that's cheating. You sure. have to go sit in the tropical hideaway line. <laughs> yeah, see how long it takes yeah. to get it, and then from there, how long does it take to melt? See, so. I can agree with it being overrated just because, at least in Disneyland, how long it can take you to actually get said Dole Whip? Like there should be a little bit easier to obtain it, but like Disney World's everywhere, so I'd say okay, like it's not a big deal. But Disneyland, you, know, yeah. you have to go to great lengths to get it for sure kind of like it's kind of like peter pan in that aspect you know because uh <laughs> yeah. the ride is two and a half minutes and you have to wait 40 minutes to get on it, so i don't really know if it's uh, worth it but i oh. agree yeah. well we we do have a food question coming up here let's go ahead and dive into the get to know you section uh yes. for emily and clayton here and get to know them a little better uh disney style so first question for you guys caitlin why don't you take it yeah this is for both of you what is your favorite disney movie should I go first on this one, Clayton? Well, you're first on the list that you wrote oh, the notes and my for, notes. so yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this is actually pretty easy for me because it mainly ties to my childhood. This was always my favorite one to watch as a kid. It's Beauty and the Beast, hands down. Mm. Like, just love the that. music, the animation, the characters. I, I just love everything about it. It's so good. Solid pick. Oh I love Solid that pick. Clayton, what are you what are you following up with that? So um, I have a new favorite. Uh, it's actually very much Beauty and the Beast related, and it's a uh, Beauty and the Beast Bells Enchanted Christmas. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. No, that can't be it. Because <laughs> I, I enjoy the fact that they made some random weird uh, decision to make the organ like weird CG. Uh, it's creepy. But, but on a more on a more serious note, I I think my favorite would probably be Robin Hood. Robinhood, okay. Uh, that was the one we had on VHS, and we watched that one kind of religiously. All the time yeah, okay. Growing up, so I would say Robinhood. You had some trouble coming up with your answer. Yeah, I went, I went like back and forth a lot on this one. I was like Robinhood, no, Sword in the Stone. Yeah, uh, Sword Wally, in the Stone no, wait, is your runner up. Robinhood, yeah. So I, I, I picked Robinhood in the end, but uh, Sword in right. the Stone is a winner. So I, you don't see a lot of those uh, get kicked around. So you know I'll what? I have never too. seen Sword in the Stone. Really? 
Caitlin, uh, I, I know like the idea of it and like what it's about, but I don't. <laughs> the idea of watching sounds awesome. I'm just not going to do it. But I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, okay. So Robin Hood, sorry. And Beauty and the Beast, both solid picks. Uh, favorite food item at the parks? Okay. Favorite so do you want to And, and cheated, by the way, on I this one. I did cheat on my answer. She picked two. <laughs> So it says food item. It she, does say she, singular, but she, we will accept she the plural. split it into snack and meal. Yeah, so uh, to me, okay. that counts. You know what? You do no you. Rules. Do you. you I would have yeah. so, so go or ahead. Or do I get kicked off the show for breaking the rules? <laughs> so my new favorite is the Rancho Wrap. When we go, I could honestly eat this, and we do eat this several times, at least really? twice probably. We'll get one probably one day, and then maybe if we're – struggling to pick a new place to eat on like maybe the final day we'll get another ronto wrap because it's just quick and easy but yeah the ronto wrap is now my like hands down favorite food item at the park so good that is good so i can't get it unfortunately in disneyland because of the gluten problem but Mm. in disney world they have a gluten-free version so i'm not entirely sure why disneyland has not adopted uh the gluten-free ronto wrap Right, yeah. California allergy friendly stuff. I kind of mix as well, so I don't know. I need weird. to get one because that's again, I've never had that either. I don't know why. I don't know what, yeah. what, was, what was I doing. And <laughs> 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 yeah, we've had both the breakfast and the lunch version. Yeah. The lunch one is our probably our preferred. Yeah, probably okay. lunch one, yeah. but they're both they're solid options. I mean, it's quick. You can walk around and eat it. It's pretty, you know, I mean, as far as Disney food goes, it's somewhat cheap. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But it's it's always just it's you can mobile order there. It's perfect. So I also said that for my meal item, Ronto okay. Wrap is my All absolute right. favorite. Yeah. But to make it a little more exciting for my snack, it has to be Mickey beignets. They're oh my gosh, so they're good. so good. I mean, also I always say to Clayton. The fact that it's Mickey shaped makes it taste like a thousand times better. I'm Not saying there's something to it. <laughs> if it's Mickey it's so shaped, true. it tastes so good. <laughs> it's so but, true. Oh, they're so good. The only thing that's the big issue with them, it's so hard to get them these days because of the mobile order line. It's packed all day long. Yeah. It used to be like a hidden gem, and now everybody knows Everybody it in knows the, in about the them. Age, in really. that little corner, I know. It's. Uh, yeah. Again, don't have to deal with it much because of the gluten problem. But when yeah. Caitlin is with friends or family and they're getting them, uh, I get to wait around for nothing yeah. and <laughs> get to watch yeah. them eat delicious beignets. So uh, those look awesome. Uh, again, Disney World has gluten-free beignets. Disney, Disneyland needs to get on the gluten-free yeah. train. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. I'm, I'm very curious because usually pretty much everywhere in Disney is pretty good about it. We have a friend who's uh, gluten intolerant pretty badly, okay. so she... And she always goes to Disney. She never has any problem. But I guess I didn't realize they didn't have certain. Yeah. And they definitely have like the the staples, right? You can get a burger. It's gluten free. You can get a whatever. So there's definitely options. But for when it comes to dessert, there's a there's a shortage of gluten free desserts. But um, can't complain too much. It's Disneyland. It's all fun. Um, (laughs) It's still happy there no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Even if I can't eat a beignet. Okay, so I have a really tricky question for you guys. And that is, what's your least favorite thing about the parks? Okay. This 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 really started a uh, a disagreement um, or a rant. I don't know. Yeah, last more like night a when rant. We were talking about this. <laughs> well, so my my least it. favorite thing about the parks is the sad state of Tomorrowland. And uh, Emily thought it was a good idea to put a hey, let's put a, a YouTube video on about the state of Tomorrowland and certain problems about it. And she, I don't know what she was expecting because I was like, yeah, this is he's 100 percent correct in yeah. everything he's saying. And 
I just, I just, I, it's, it's after we did the people mover episode recently, I just, the whole fact that that's been sitting there for 20 years now, just kind of like in this and, and like knowing what it meant and like knowing like that he generally would not be a fan of it while, while being a fan of just like this, just empty abandoned track sitting there. It's sure. just, it's just infuriates me. And then there's a number of problems with it. You know, the fact that half of it or three quarters of it now is dedicated to an IP that has its own land in the parks. <laughs> Seems like it might be time to retheme a little bit of it. So, yeah, I, yeah. uh, that's a good, that's a good one. That I is really like we good. We can one. agree with that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, yeah, there's just not a whole lot going on over there. I've never, I don't think I've heard it in anyone in recent time argue that it's a good land. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's even an argument anymore. Um, cause it is in dire need of, um, just something. Something. Yeah. I something. don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, just, and I, it I, hasn't had anything new yeah. in so long. That's part of the problem. And there's all these abandoned areas. Like the old Innoventions building is sometimes open to like meet Star Wars characters. Yep. Sometimes it's not. The old theater that used the to have Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Like yeah. That's just sitting there empty. So there's so many areas that are just unused. And it's really sad. Like, especially our last trip, we walked through Tomorrowland. We looked around just like, wow, there's nothing here. Yeah. Or at least it feels that way and to the, us. And the one thing that, like, let's say if if and when they redo it, I really hope they come up with a more cohesive identity than just putting, like, random future, quote-unquote, futuristic, like, IP in it. Sure. Which I'm not holding my breath, but... Because like in Magic <laughs> oh, Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, they, they threw Tron in. It like doesn't make any sense with like anything that's going on. Yeah. Like Tron's going to be a really cool ride, but it doesn't really match what they're sure. going for. And that's I would like more of a cohesive like redesign. Honestly, I think doing something more like a timeless kind of like look at what the future might look like. So I have this whole plan. We're, we're going to do a whole episode on it at this point, but I have a whole plan. Maybe we'll have um, some guests on. Yeah, for that we might one. have some guests Maybe. on for part of that uh, wink, <laughs> wink. But uh, yeah, I think something like that that's a little bit more cohesive makes a lot more sense. And I think it would be something that they could do where they would solve a lot of the problems with it and not have to worry about retheme it every decade because that just is not working with whatever they're trying to do with it. Emily, what's your least favorite? Oh, man. So mine, this is the one that you never should bring up to me either because I will go on a rant about it. But just thinking about that one thing that drives me insane about the parks now is Genie Plus, mainly because it's just changed like the entire dynamic of your park experience. Like everything about it is different now. The way the lines work, which drives me insane. The standby waits are so much longer now. I just I don't like that you went from this paid or non-paid version to now a paid version that doesn't really work all the time. I think I'd feel differently if you were paying for Genie Plus and it always like guaranteed you to the front of the line. And maybe if they charge more, I mean, I don't want that. Of course, I'm not right. hoping Disney does that, but yeah. it's just the current form of it. It it drives me up the wall every time we're in the parks just because it causes so many issues. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. This is what I've pitched on our show. I don't know if you guys agree, but my idea is univ- we actually have never been. I've been to Universal Orlando like once, and that was back in like 2013. So it's been years. Um, I don't think Caitlin's ever been. Mm-mm. Okay. So we're not big Universal people, but they do have a system like their uh their, their system like Genie Plus is very right. cost prohibitive. It's very expensive from what I've seen. And so I wonder if they got to a point where they made it so 
expensive to where like you go, it's a no brainer if you only go once a year or something like that, but you do get on the ride in like two minutes, right? Um, right. My yeah. idea is that it keeps standby going, right? There's less people using the Genie Plus line. Um, that's my pitch. They get to keep their money and in, in, you know, a paid service, um, but also making standby better because yeah. standby is horrendous now. Yeah, well, whatever yeah. the solution may be, just it isn't working what they currently have. Because we've had so many times when we've gone to the parks and used it. And like that one trip where we paid, what was it, $25 or something each one? I don't or know. 20 And we got on three rides the whole day. Oh, my gosh. It was just – it was terrible. So – yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I, I knew you were going to say Genie Plus because I've heard multiple episodes <laughs> where you talked yeah, about it. We've talked about it a lot on our show. Honestly, my favorite thing about when we actually tried it out in the parks was that we got unlimited photo, photo downloads. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is great because it's all on my phone. But yeah. I, I mean, it worked some of the time we used it, but we noticed a lot of issues. And now it's just getting more confusing because the price keeps fluctuating. For sure. It'll sell out. And even when it does sell out, the lines are just so backed up, even for the lightning lane. And plus, I just miss saying fast pass so much. It's like I try to explain it to my parents and they're confused. They don't understand. They're like, what's lightning lane? Genie Plus, are those the same <laughs> I things? Yeah. I mean, they it's are so confusing. Not, yeah. <laughs> Next question. If you could, which rides would you swap between Disneyland and Walt Disney World? So, for example, Matterhorn for Everest, uh, Guardians for Tower of Terror, etc., so before before we answer this question let me just say that emily she this one really got in her head because she was yeah. like coming up with rules to this question that you didn't specify she's like does it does it need to thematically make sense yeah. does it need to fit in the same like general sure, like size like are we placing matterhorn with like you know, the guardians coaster i like, love how it. does how does she it, 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 like blew her she like she did not know what to yeah. do she was just like in her own head about it for like an hour Okay, oh, no yeah, rules. The, just pretend okay, that okay. it's just a, a swap for what the Imagineers will worry about that later, but we can just uh, an even <laughs> swap and they'll, and they'll figure it out later. Okay, so the best we could come up with, we thought, I mean, this kind of sucks for Walt Disney World. They get yeah. the short end of the stick, stick <laughs> yeah. but okay. hey, we're talking about what's coming to Disneyland, so they'll have to deal. We'll take Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and give Disney World the Nemo subs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I figured, so I was trying to think of how it would fit. So if the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was in the place of where Nemo is at, you could just extend the boundary of Fantasyland instead of making, because oh, I think okay. Nemo is technically, technically still Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland, which yeah. I don't understand how that fits. Fish talk just, in uh, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not really a great... Um, not a great deal for Magic Kingdom no. on that one, but I just, I, Nemo subs is not one of my favorites. I do really enjoy the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It's just the line's super long, so I wish that would go down, but I kind of wish we actually had it on our side of the coast. Yeah. We could yeah, actually make a, a longer one. version of it too, because we have more Yeah, space, add so. maybe more indoor scenes. I feel like that's what that ride needs. Yeah. yeah, it um when we went to Disney World last we rode that and waited a long time. Uh rope dropped it, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was we got off and we were like that was awesome, but it was like 26 seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> it was so yeah. fast. It was too short. It was very short. <laughs> yeah. So we'll I, take the version and then add more track to it. Yeah. That's my I idea. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I love that ride. Uh, so mine is uh, also uh, not great for Magic Kingdom. So we said we take Tron and we can give them Autopia. 
and they could just extend <laughs> oh, okay. their Tomorrowland Speedway because I keep hearing that Tomorrowland Speedway is not as good as Autopia. So okay. they, they can have the better Autopia. We'll just give it to them. Yeah, they yes. can take the theme of Autopia yeah. and extend <laughs> yeah. their track. Yeah, they could just have this really big Autopia track and we'll have Tron. I love it. Yes. Have you guys seen the the talks of Tron, uh, like the general reviews? Um, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, we kind of try our best to stay away from spoilers because oh, we okay. want to be surprised. So actually, that makes me think we were listening to your episode where you were talking about all the updates to Indiana Jones. You start talking about, I'm like, oh, fast forward, fast forward, because we're <laughs> yes. about to go to Disneyland. I'm like, we really want to be surprised because I know there's new additions to it. So that's the one part of your podcast I had to skip because I'm like, oh, oh my I gosh. can't know, I can't know. That was me. I told you there was going to be someone. Yes. I, I'm I was like, we need to do a warning. I had it in the notes. We're going to warn people so they can skip forward. And Caitlin's like, did you know? <laughs> that Indian, I'm like, I'm gonna spoil it for people. Um, no, I apologize for that, but no, we're the same way. If we have a trip coming up, we still haven't seen uh, what haven't we seen? The new world of color and the new fireworks show, wondrous journeys. Yes, we've tried to stay absolutely like off the internet. We had to cancel same. the trip, we were gonna go see it, um, but we have another one coming up in a month. Uh, but yes, totally understand because we're just spending some good money to be down there. You want to be like experiencing it uh, for the first time. Right, totally that'll agree. also be us for Mickey and Minnie's because we've yeah. never been on the one at Walt Disney World before, so we oh. have a brand new attraction. Oh, so excited gosh. for you guys. That is a fantastic ride. It is so amazing. I, I think it's one of my favorite rides at Disney Walt Disney World. Aww. So the fact that they brought it here, and again, we've been spoiler-free on that one for sure because we cannot wait to ride it. it yeah, because there's some slight variations. I don't right. know what they are, but uh, we can't wait to ride it as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Final question, Caitlin, take it. Yes. So this is a really exciting one, but what made you want to start Make It Magical? Like why the podcast? Okay. So there's kind of a long answer to this and I guess I'll take it away, right, Clayton? Well, yeah, I was a, a late addition. So <laughs> yeah, yes, we, can, we can get into that in a second though. So we kind of have to go back in time. Disney's always been a huge part of my life. I grew up going to Disneyland every single year. My first trip was with my family before I was even a year old, and I've been every year since. It was like my parents hooked me when I was young, and from then on, like I, it was ingrained in me. I, I couldn't just, I couldn't not go. It had to be a part of my life. I grew up watching all the animated movies, the Disney Channel, and I think Caleb, you've mentioned in previous episodes how growing up you like to research and just like read about the Disney parks. Like I was that kid growing up, like like super nerdy. I knew all these facts <laughs> and I didn't really have anybody to share that with because yeah. no one was quite into Disney to the level that I was at. But like kind of fast forward, I we got into the pandemic and, you know, that was a hard time for everybody. Honestly, I kind of wish I had started the podcast then. But even after the pandemic, you know, life was just still really hard and I just wanted some kind of escape because that's what Disney had always meant to me growing up. It was my happy place, like my favorite place in the whole world. And if I wasn't at the parks, I always wished I would be back at them. That's like just how my brain operates. I always wanted to be there. So yeah, I just kind of had this idea and I just approached Clayton one day and asked him, you know, do you think it'd be crazy if I started my own Disney podcast? Because I always listen to podcasts. I listen to them all the time and if I was to talk about anything, I knew it would be about Disney because I don't just love the parks. I love the history. I love the movies. And even with 
like Clayton and I, when I got into my adulthood, Disney became a very huge part of our relationship. Like we'd always go on trips together. We got engaged on a Disney cruise and we had our honeymoon in Disney World. So (laughs) it's just, it's, it's been part of my life all the way from childhood to adulthood. So I started the podcast on my own and then eventually I brought Clayton on just as a guest just to kind of test it out. And Clayton, you can kind of take it away from there about where that led. Yeah. I mean, as as Emily said, it's it's a really big part of our relationship. It's been since uh, where we first started dating. Our first trip was like three months into our relationship and it was just a single day. She was like, but we we had such a fun time. We drove down. We played 20 questions like the whole way, basically just guessing Disney characters. Right. Aww, yeah. And um, no, no one ever won that one, I think. I got really close. I got the largest was 18 questions. I got her to, and she guessed it on the like 18th question. <laughs> oh my but gosh. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been such a big thing now of, of our relationship. And it's a nice thing that uh, we get to do together. So, um, you know, uh, not just uh, sitting on the couch and watching TV and sure. it's like an active, more engagement thing that we get to do. And it's been a lot of fun. We've met a lot of cool people and are having a lot of fun with it. So. Well, and it's fun because it's something that we're doing together. It's quality time. We just bond even more over it. It's something we're creating and it's all our own that we have full control over. And especially in a world where sometimes it feels like you don't have that control. Sure. That's how I feel with the podcast because it's it's just all coming from us. We have complete control over it. And I guess the ultimate vision for creating this was to have a safe space for any kind of Disney fan can come and listen, feel welcome, like judgment free, because I didn't feel like I had that growing up. There weren't other people I could relate to. So I just wanted to create something where everybody can feel welcome and just have a good time and escape and just nerd out together. And you don't have to feel bad or wrong for that. It's okay to be nerdy. (laughs) That's awesome. So did you listen to podcasts before both of you? Like are you big podcast uh, fans in general? Oh, yeah. I mean, Disney still was always my favorite thing to listen to prior to even starting. But pretty much any time I'm like doing laundry, I'm cleaning up. If even when I'm working, I listen to podcasts. So honestly, if you probably asked me two years ago to start my own podcast, I would have said you're absolutely crazy. But I'm so glad we did. It's, It's kind of been one of those things we started and never look back. I'm so thankful and it's like we got to meet people like you and yeah we consider you close friends so we're incredibly grateful to have started this and even just having Clayton on the show it's it's been wonderful like I enjoyed doing it by myself but I'm sure for you Caleb as soon as Caitlin came on it just changed everything because you have somebody there to like riff off of and for just sure have a good time you're not just by yourself sitting in front of a mic <laughs> I know <laughs> I listen back to my old ones and I'm like good grief people listen to this <laughs> I, I have not been brave enough to go back and listen to my solo episodes. I don't think I, I can do it. Y- you should. Yeah, on your flight when you guys go to Disney World, just put it on and just and revel in the uh, the old episodes. Oh. Um, that's guys, awesome. You guys crack me up. You both. I remember when both of you were by yourselves. You both sounded great. So I don't know why you keep saying we sound terrible. <laughs> no, both of you are fine. Uh, Kayla, oh, you're stop too nice. It. Oh, stop and, it. No, Emily. I literally I remember the episode that you like brought Clayton on. I remember being like, oh my God. Who's this Clayton guy? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so, but no, we, again, like we've said before, we are huge fans of your podcast and we truly love that just the passion that you guys bring. You guys are so knowledgeable and just, you can just tell that you have just such a love for Disney and it just, it really shows. And not only is your podcast just super engaging, but it's just something that we truly enjoy listening to and having conversations about. And honestly, something that we look forward to every Wednesday morning before 9 a.m. for yes. this one. <laughs> so. That's uh, really nice. Thank you. So nice. Thank of you. Of course. You know what I mean? It's when I'm, when I'm putting my waffles in the toaster, make it, you, you guys are right in my ear. So it's a, uh, it's a ritual. Um, <laughs> I love but let's, it. let's dive into, you know, the kind of the main topic and that is, kind of breaking down your top five rides at the Disneyland Resort and why. So like, it's not an extent, this is not going to be so much like a, a quick hit. I want to know, like, is it the history of the ride that makes it your favorite? Is it the ride vehicles? Is it like the thrill um, aspect of the ride? I want to hear kind of a little breakdown of why you like each of these rides and why they made the list. So, so you start from five or yeah, you start from five? five yeah, let's start from five. five like okay. least favorite favorite, right? It's, it's weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, uh, number five for both of us is the same ride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or should we start with our honorable mention, which is oh, also the same ride? Yeah. So we came yeah. up with an honorable mention. This was, okay. I have to say. Again, Emily made up her own rules to your question. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, I love had it. To. <laughs> Take it and run. I love it. But I have to say, you guys gave us a very hard topic. I was just sitting. I made a list of like all of my top rides. I was just staring and I could not decide for the longest time. I just kept looking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Market House gave us this topic. It's so hard. And I know you messaged me right after saying, like, is it like five, five for Disneyland? And then five for DCA. And I was like, nope, just five for both of them. <laughs> so make it even harder for you guys. Why? <laughs> yeah. So our honorable mention goes to Alice in Disneyland. And I, we just had to mention it. It does not make our top five, but it's probably number six for us. Okay. Mainly so. because it's one of the exclusive rides at Disneyland. It doesn't exist in any other Disney park, which took me a long time to realize that. And it's just... So good. That's one of those attractions. When we go on our Disney trips, if it's closed, I would be crushed. It's my favorite <laughs> ride in Fantasyland. Yeah. I think like it's, it's definitely up there with Peter Pan. It just doesn't get the same amount of recognition. It doesn't get the same recognition as Peter yeah. Pan for whatever reason. I feel like lately maybe the line's gotten a bit longer, but it's just, it's so much fun. I love the ride carts. I love that it's so unique that you go almost on like two stories. Yes. Like no other Fantasyland ride does that. And it actually takes its time to tell you the story. I don't know. There's something about it. I I love even the small little parts about it when you get outside of the show building and you just get those views of Matterhorn. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one we have to do at least two times each trip. Yeah, I definitely agree. I have to say that that was – it's Caleb's favorite ride. Um, we didn't go on it a lot when I was younger. So when we started dating, he's like, Oh, Alice is like my favorite ride. I always would tell him like, why? Like, I just don't understand it. <laughs> and now like we go on it, probably it's usually our first ride more at the beginning of our trip. I'm just, I'm completely in love with it. Like you mentioned, it's just the ambiance of it. The fact that you're right next to the teacups and that viewpoint when you're coming out and seeing the Matterhorn and just like all the graphics inside, it's just a fun, just like Disney magic ride, like all encompassing. So it's a, oh, yeah, it's, it's like great. pretty much the pinnacle of dark rides in my opinion. Yes. Uh, oh, but no, I, I love agree. it. I love it. I love it made at least close to your top five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we can stop cheating. We can yeah. actually get to number five. <laughs> <laughs> and we 
actually agree on this one yeah. too. So we have Radiator Springs Racers. Ah. Okay. <sighs> Clayton, do you a lightning wanna... lane, a lightning lane exclusive. I love it. <laughs> no, and, and, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, single rider. That's a good hack. So we did, good we hack. did single rider. We were on in like less than 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm never riding this ride in any way, other way ever again. <laughs> we had never tried single like, rider until our last trip. And we're probably never going back. You, they get you on so fast. It's definitely that's awesome. worth it. Yeah. So we're not sitting together, but whatever. That's not the, we've done that yeah. enough over the course of, uh, but for I think sure. it's, yeah, it's such a great concept for a ride. Just the combination of dark room setting, like within the cars town, I guess. <laughs> cars I, I, world. Cars yeah. world. And, um, <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I don't ever get the Luigi side, then it might be higher, but I always get, every, I always get, always Ramon, get Ramon. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it's just, that and then it's just such a cool fun thrill like race you have a it's just you get this kind of engagement with the people in the other car you're like you know you're doing like the go signs you're kind of like you know challenging it's like friendly them. competition friendly competition it's just going. a lot of fun and it's just you kind of get that you don't really get that in a lot of rides it's like a really cool concept for a ride and yeah it's just like the combination of the dark room kind of setting yeah, and then the, the, animatronics. the thrills yeah and the animatronics are really cool all the cars are there luigi the luigi side is top tier so, you know, how you can't beat it. Too bad you can't guarantee that you'll get his side every yeah. single right? time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do get so Ramon's side. We get Ramon often. mostly, like 80-20 probably split. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. It's weird how you get the Ramon side. It's like the same thing. It's the same phenomenon as the uh, Buzz Lightyear gun defectiveness. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm guaranteed to get Ramon. So. That's so good. I think that was on our last trip. Because, yeah, we did, we did single, single rider. rider. You got I Luigi. I got, like, the best possible ride experience. I got Luigi. And I had one. the, uh, since we had single rider, I was like on the outside driver's seat in the front row and our car one. And then I oh, met up and I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. And I think you got Ramon. So well, you yeah, were very was, happy yeah, with me. Yeah, I was the next car down. So I got Ramon. Oh, I was like, oh, great. I got sprayed with some water, but um, <laughs> yum. But yeah, yeah, that's just, and then, and then even just to just sit outside of it, like on the, um, by like on flows, yeah. we get, uh, that's like just one of our favorite places to sit you hear it like you just you pe 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 cars are having zoom by people are having so much fun on it uh, we make some slightly inappropriate jokes about like uh having a drink and then not getting on it but yeah um, don't drink and drive don't drink and drive but <laughs> it's just yeah so it's good. just fun for for everything and i think probably out of well considering it's the only ride from california adventure on this list for us it's yeah the oh, best ride in california spoiler adventure, yeah. spoiler yeah okay all right that's a great ride. Hey, if it's going to be the only one in DCA, yeah, let, all it, of be, them. let that's it be that one. one. So that's a good choice. Yeah. Guardians did not make the list at all. Caleb. <laughs> well, no, it's We're fine. We're going to end no, this short. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, considering uh, Emily's like this weird, you know, tower. I mean, okay. we've had, we, had an, we had an argument, if you could call it that, I guess, last night about yeah. the tower Guardians uh, thing. Because um, I was like, Guardians is a worthy replacement of tower. Because tower had some issues the theming was on point but it's just you know it's the same all the time sure you don't get a lot of the variability that you get out of the disney world version of it and guardians was like the perfect breath of life for it and now it's like always i mean it was always had a high weight but there's also nothing much to do in california adventure now it's just like always packed and they do yeah. that the after dark thing they just have so many possibilities with it and they can just always constantly refreshing it which is like fantastic so it's always going to be hopefully one of those that they can keep keeping keep keeping yeah, like maybe fresh they should and new do 
sure. the Christmas overlay. That yeah, would, that be, would really be really cool. Especially since they released that uh, Christmas special. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh, can, with the other rides that we have on this list, it's kind of <sighs> tough to bump, bump on them. Okay. That would probably probably be very shortly after Alice, I would think, for us. it's We go on it many times each trip. Yeah. That's always the goal is to get every single song, every trip if we can. Oh, that's, that's what we're fun. hoping for. We, we, we get through like three of them and then we're like, wait, which ones do we have? Oh do we have gosh. this one? I don't remember. Did we make a list? No. No, I guess I guess we got all four. <laughs> yeah. or five we got to ride so, yeah. four more times. That's good. Yeah, it's it's close on our top yeah. list. It just did not quite make the cut when we talk about these other ones and what they okay. mean to us. All right. Ooh, I'm excited all to hear right. these other ones. I can't wait. Okay, what's your number four on the list? Okay, so... Now it changes up a little, a little bit. Yeah, right? now the order here is a little hit or miss. So my number four is Pirates. Okay. Um, okay. So it is on the top five, but it is number four. And okay. uh, Disneyland Pirates stands alone for me, you know, for a number of reasons. Um, we have this ongoing little tiff with uh, Johnny from the DMSW podcast about the Magic Kingdom Pirates. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just like the perfect ride. It's long. It's like super nice. It's it's just like the theming is so much fun. You just don't see rides like this anymore that they build like this. It's just a sure. people eater. It's like never breaks down it's just and it's just the theming is so much fun if the theming is so good that they were able to make like at least one really good movie out of it questionable next questionable but like, yeah it's just such a cool theme it's just such a cool idea it's just and it's like one of the quintessential classic disney rides and yeah for me it's just i think you can't really beat it and i think that's we 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 go on it multiple times a, tri- a trip we were sad when it was closed for renovations because we couldn't get on it. And like yeah. that's always like a good sign of a, of a favorite ride. Emily, I'm curious. What's your number four? Okay. Mine is Rise of the Resistance. Ooh, so this okay. was a tough one in figuring out the ranking just since it is newer. So it's really hard to compare against those Disney classic attractions that have been there so long and that I have more of an attachment to. But I knew just from what Imagineers accomplished with this ride, what it's done for attractions, I honestly would probably argue that it's one of the best rides Imagineering has ever created, like up there with Flight of Passage. It's just, it's so good. They combine multiple different, I guess, what ride mechanics, I guess is the best way to explain it's trackless. They do like I, don't, I mean, I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't been on it yet, <laughs> yeah. but they do so much in just one ride. And even before you get on the ride vehicle, there's like an entire experience that you're encountering just waiting in line. I remember the first time we went on it, it's like you have several rooms where you feel part of the story and we hadn't even gotten on the vehicle yet. And we're like, wait, the ride hasn't even started yet. And like our <laughs> mouths were like yeah. hanging wide open. We couldn't believe that this is something Disney created. So it's just, I feel it's the perfect experience. You feel part of the Star Wars universe. You don't have to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy it. I've talked to so many people who don't watch the movies they really don't care about star wars and their minds are blown and to me that's the perfect way to execute a ride is to Mm. have everybody that experience it can still enjoy it and it's just it it blows my mind every single time we go on it's so worth the wait yeah we're definitely in the same boat i feel like it's a must ride for us for sure every trip 
But no matter how many times we've been on it, it's just like it's that feeling of it almost makes your jaw drop at the end. Like, did I just experience that? Like, was that a ride or was that like real life? Because yeah. it's yeah. so amazing. Just like everything that ends involved with it. Yeah, it feels like it's like if you give Imagineers an unlimited budget and just say, like, go crazy. That's what it feels like. The pro- That's the product you get is something like Rise of the Resistance. Um, Absolutely. Could not yeah. agree more. Fantastic ride. I want to go on it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you down there. Yeah. Uh, number three. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go. Mine is right. My number three is right. Okay. So, okay. I, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan and yeah. they knocked it out of the park. The like, we were we were uh, telling Emily's dad, you have to go on Rise of the Resistance. You'll like it. So he came back from the trip. He's like, oh, my God, this is the best ride they've ever done. <laughs> we asked him like what his top five, top five favorite rides. She's like, that's Rise of Resistance. That's Star Wars right now. It's oh, just so cool. good. They like knocked it out of the park. It's just so much fun. It's just like the immersion level is like something they've like never been able to achieve. Yeah, and it's just it's it's just so much fun. I didn't even talk about like the grand reveal of all the stormtroopers. Every single time they open that door and you oh, see all of them lined up, it's incredible. Right? Yeah. And the thing that gets me, so the stormtroopers are impressive alone. It's the massive hangar door that like, I'm like still trying to figure out, like, again, it's like the, the nerd in me. I'm like, okay, what <laughs> resolution? Like, it's gigantic. So I'm like, what is creating that effect? It's like a true black. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah, because they have like a so to scale TIE fighter sitting in there. And yes. It's like, how do they achieve this? Where <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impressive. Like, every single part of that ride is just unbelievable. Yeah. And the fact that they created a ride that even if some items are down, they have different scenes taking the spot, which I love. Oh so, yeah. yeah. So like depth. a B B mode, right? Yeah. And so right, yeah. Right. normally if something's down, it's just down like it. And when Indiana Jones with a snake, it just didn't work, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. it rides yeah. the resistance. it's kind of like, no, they have other scenes, which we experienced. And I just thought that was neat that they added that little touch of something different. So I, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Highly, I love that ride. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what is your number three? Okay, so interesting that Kaylin brings up the snake that wasn't working in Indiana Jones <laughs> because Indiana Jones is my number three. All right. So this was a tough one because the last time we went on it, Indy was in such sad shape. But now that it's been fixed, it's like, okay, it can be pretty high on my list because of that. I know they fixed those problems, but I just remember going on Indy as a little kid and it was just incredible just the scope of it how big all the show scenes are as soon as you walk into like just even the queue you walk in and it's immersive you feel like you're in this temple you're going on an adventure yes it's based on an ip but it still creates a new story it's not just like they took an indiana jones film and did a carbon copy of the story. They created a new adventure. Yeah. The new character of like Mara. They have animatronics. Just so much is going on. I don't know how many times I've been on it, but it's one of those rides. As soon as we get off it, it's like, let's go again. I want to go on that one more time. It's so much fun. It's thrilling. There's so much to look at, so much detail. And it's, I think the crazy part about it is it opened in like the 90s, but it doesn't feel like it's that old by any means. It still feels new. And I'm so glad that so many of the effects have been fixed because, I mean, it was still in sad shape, but we still wanted to go on it. It was still a top ride for me. So that speaks to how good it actually is for it to be like half broken. And I still love it. So love it. And you can see. So, yes, totally agree. Love Indie. 
um, you can see what how it can go very wrong with Dinosaur over on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, same ride vehicle, same track layout, everything's yeah. the same Man. except theming. And uh, this is what happens when you got a great IP uh, laid on top of it. Yeah, yeah. especially Magic Kingdom one. or Disney World really got the short end of the stick on the yes, uh, indie ride cart. <laughs> I'm still a fan of Dinosaur, but yeah, Indy is just like, it's no comparison though. <laughs> okay. Big fan of put the two oh, rides wow. together. Yeah. Did not mean to offend, but no, the picture. No, offend. <laughs> when we get together finally in the next few weeks here, we got to show you the picture of us riding Dinosaur, the ride vehicle. <laughs> Caitlin and I look so confused. It's two of us like looking up at the dinosaur, like with this like very like, what did we just ride? Well, look. I, was, I was confused, I guess you could say, because I got it mixed up with, um, Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh! Or something. I thought there was gonna be like scary Wrong park. moments, and I'm just like, I'm so lost. She's like, "Where's ET in this whole thing? Well, Where am I?" We'll, we'll have to show you. We'll have to show you our ride photo from it because the one, um, the we we got one from when we were on our honeymoon, and Emma had these shirts made that, that said "Just Married" on it. She's like, "Okay." When we're in the line, she's like, "Okay, make sure to point at the the oh, Just yeah. Married thing." Yeah, and uh, I forgot, of course, because it's. I was again confused. He the ball clean. <laughs> so there's a picture of me where I'm like looking at, I'm just like, yeah, I got that confused, confused like, <laughs> look on my face. And Emily's just over there, like both fingers pointing, oh, and she's got this like huge oh. smile on her face. She's just like, <laughs> big and, disconnect. Um, big disconnect. Yeah, yeah. it's like, a, I'm, I'm, she's like, you forgot. I was like, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> but now it's one of our favorite pictures. It's like our favorite pictures. So oh, that's yeah, so good. A, and then you look at, at literally everyone else in that ride vehicle, and they're all just like, they all have the same confused look <laughs> on their face. Like, what are we on? That's part of what makes it so funny to me, though, is just the ride photo, because it's always hilarious. I think I talked to, on Instagram, someone that was a cast member, and they worked like in the store attached oh, to yeah. Dinosaur. And she said that it's like a ritual that when the store is dead, cast members would just go over and just look at Nuh-uh. people's ride photos and laugh. Oh, my gosh. oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious and also messed up all at the same time. <laughs> look at that doof. Um, yeah. Clayton, number two. So my uh, number two is Indy. <laughs> okay. We have a lot of bleed over. <laughs> so I, growing up, I did not go to Disneyland very often. I went, I think, twice, I think. And there's only a few rides that I have pretty vivid memories of. India is one of them. Okay. And yeah. um, I just remember getting in the line. There's all the cool stuff to play with. There's like the diamond stones. There's the pole that's now like a noodle. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's like so much fun. I just, I still remember being on that ride. I think for it to kind of like be such a core memory, uh, especially since I did not go to Disneyland very often when I was growing up is like the definition of a ride that I will continue to go back because they just nailed it out of the park as far as theming and the story sure. and how exciting it is. And yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So that's the reason why. Yeah. That's awesome. There's something about that line as well. It's just so immersive. Best queue. Like Best queue by far. It's Absolutely. something that I would be totally okay waiting an hour for just so I could sit in the line and hear all the sounds and to kind of just take it in because it's truly, it's just... I remember that the the room where I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, where like the ceiling would act like it was coming down. Like I never got to experience that, but I'm like mm-hmm. just the thought of that that would have been terrifying. But then also just so amazing to see the fact that someone thought of that as you're journeying through, and it feels like you're literally in a temple. Like that's just I love it. It's just amazing. And that's a touch. That's just part of the line. That's not like a requirement right. to make the experience better. They imagineers just decide, hey, let's do even more crazy right. stuff. Right. 
I remember experiencing that as a kid and it was so fun watching people's reactions around you because most people didn't know about the ceiling going <laughs> yeah. down. So you just hear people <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Had the desired effect, I'm, a, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily, what's your number two? Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. This, so this higher... had to be high up there. It's All just, right. it's one of those rides when somebody asked me about Disneyland, like Pirates immediately comes to mind. It's just so classic. The music in the ride is so iconic. It gets stuck in your head. You hear Yoho. It's, you just think of the parks the ties to Walt Disney and all the history. Like I'm a huge Disney history nerd. So yeah. those kinds of rides that just have so, so much of Walt baked in that he was a part of like those instantly will win my heart over. But then it's like so many animatronics. You feel completely immersed in this world. I love that at least for Disneyland's pirates, it takes its time to get you into the story. You're yeah. not just like rushed in and <laughs> yeah. you actually feel when you wait in line, it's well worth it. Like I would gladly wait for pirates. I mean, probably like 45 minutes, an hour. I mean, the usually. fact that it only kind of really gets up to like 35 minutes and it's a 10 minute plus ride. is like perfect the ratio. Yeah. Of, right. Yeah. Yeah. And even has the drop. Like, there's just so much to love about that ride. It's a must do every single trip. And it is one of those attractions when it is closed on our trips. Like, it does not feel like a complete Disneyland trip. We feel sad when it's closed. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's, yeah, we open up our our park experience with the Pirates or Alice, pretty much. Pirates mm -hmm. is so, yeah. it's so classic and you, it's a must ride. Like, when we go with my family, I'd say, like, it's non-negotiable. We're riding this at least once a day. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's it, it's uh, deserving of being high on your list. Um. Are you guys Blue Bayou fans? Do you guys frequent? I was frequent? just going to ask that. Yeah, do you guys <laughs> frequent that restaurant? We've been, we don't frequent. We've been. No, we've been before once. and it's a lot of fun. I would yeah. say for someone who's never been, absolutely experience it once. But we've done it before. Maybe if more years pass by, we might try and do it again. Honestly, sure. I don't know if it's worth the price oh but okay i think it's i think it's worth doing at least yeah. once to be like it's so cool that there is a restaurant inside a ride i remember as a kid passing by on the boat and i just thought the people sitting at those tables were like animatronics i didn't realize you could actually <laughs> yeah. eat there. they're an extension of the ride yeah yeah <laughs> they're so lifelike yeah uh, i have to yeah. agree though with you on like the not worth the money entirely because honestly sometimes i wish that you could just go sit in there and eat like popcorn or just like a snack like you didn't have <laughs> yeah. to buy anything because like the ambiance of the restaurant is amazing, but the food's kind of like it's okay. decent. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's nothing. It's not like it's amazing. It's not like it's terrible. But yeah, I, I wish it was better because it would just make the ultimate like you're oh gonna gosh. make a lot of people angry with these comments. I know, um, but it's uh -oh. just, I need to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, Clayton, before we offend anyone else, uh, what is your uh, number one park at the? Or, I'm sorry, not park. <laughs> What's your number one ride? I guess this is a, uh, we could just, yeah, this, this is the same for the two of us, so we can just tag team oh, okay. talk about it. So mm -hmm. our number one ride uh, at the park is Haunted Mansion. I knew Yes. It. You have to so, be the ghost um, host. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes portals. perfect sense. Yeah. That makes so, perfect sense. Yeah. It's okay. only it's only a partially baked into <laughs> our content. So yeah. uh, that's, I guess we did, a, we've done a good job of not making it too obvious, even though I've been very vocal about, uh, Magic Kingdom getting the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. How? But <laughs> it's not so not much. Like it. It's not so much really their fault. It's just more my opinions of 
I guess park hop the way that the parks are going, but that's a different story. Okay. But uh, yeah, from, from Haunted Mansion, <laughs> it's just uh, everything about it for me, it's just my my favorite thing. Um, we will get into the stretching room and we'll be like whispering in each other's ears the, uh, you know, the opener. Yeah. 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 We're those annoying people that yeah, we're <laughs> like do it. it, but yeah. we do it quietly we do so it we don't quiet. annoy yeah. guests around yeah. us. Yeah. Right. Quietly. Um, I, every time I get on it, I'm looking for new things that I haven't witnessed because there's just so much to look at and we do it, uh, multiple times a trip. If it's not open, which usually it's not open only for the times that they're doing the retheme. And thankfully we don't go during at least that window. Well, we, for our last trip, yeah. I think I saw the dates when they were closing it to turn it into Haunted Mansion holiday. So I moved our trip up. Yeah. So Haunted Mansion would be open when we go. Cause it's just, if it's, it's not open, rides, it's if not, it's not, it's not open, not yeah. that's like the one ride for sure. We want to be operating when and, we go and like even even with when it's the overlay i don't mind it i love the overlay mm-hmm. as well and i think it's like a perfect overlay and like i don't mind not missing the original because i think the overlay is just like perfect it's like a yeah. sweet addition to have to the parks it tells a like complete like original story like you know and the theming just fits perfectly for what the base ride is and yeah, it's just, it's so much fun. Uh, all the, I, I still try to figure out how like the, the illusions work. Pepper's I, ghost. Yeah. And I still, still cannot fundamentally get my brain around it for some reason. Yeah, it's just yeah. like one of those things I cannot understand. And it's not like super high tech or groundbreaking. No, right. it's like Effects. very straightforward. And it's still convincing. I yeah. think that's what adds to the charm of the Haunted Mansion. It doesn't rely on it to be brand new yep. or revamped. It's still a fantastic ride, even though they're using all these old like magician's tricks. Yeah. And sure. It, they've been used all over, but it still sells it and it's convincing. Yeah. Have yep. you guys been on the Walt Disney World version? We have, yeah. Mm. Which one do you prefer? You don't mind me Disneyland. asking. Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay. Disneyland. Do you like Do you like the staircase scene over there? Because that's like one of the things it, we yeah. wish I we like, had. I mean, okay. I like. Yeah. I, mean, I like this. I like the additional scenes, but I. I don't, just, sorry, Clayton. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say I honestly <laughs> wasn't sure for a long time which version I liked better. Because yeah, Walt Disney World has those additional scenes. Yeah. But I think there's something about the original at Disneyland and the setting in New Orleans Square, the actual style of the mansion. Like you get yeah. to touch the mansion. Yeah, you actually like right. walk up to you the mansion, walk, walk right through the front doors. I That's really like the whole process You're of like, that. In Magic Kingdom, you're kind of like shuttled into the basement. So it's, yeah. just, it's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be seen by the, the family that yeah, lives there. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. So Disneyland is, is my favorite uh, in that context. Yeah, the additional scenes are cool. Um would it be cool to have like additional scenes in Disneyland? Sure. Yeah, but you sure. Know, it's not necessarily needed. Um, we had the Hatbox Ghost first. Uh, I'll have everyone that's know. That's why Clayton's salty about going to Disney um, World. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just, yeah, that's a bit of fun. Uh, I can't help myself. Uh, yeah. But it's just, for me, it's my favorite. It's the one that now has become such a like integral part of everything that we do, both on the show or when we're in the parks. Um, we have like just a ton of memories from it and uh, it's become it's our favorite thing to do in the parks that's awesome yeah hey next time they uh they do one of those um big uh, auctions or something usually they'll have like one of the ride vehicles up for bid so you guys should throw your hat in the ring yeah Yeah, one of those ride vehicles that's what i need in my life is the ability to move around a doom buggy everywhere i'm going 
<laughs> Maybe we can get two of them, Clayton, and we can sit in them while we record yeah. the podcast. I don't know. Oh, I don't know gosh, if sitting an hour in them is the <laughs> that might not be the greatest uh, yeah. idea. But you'd uh, have to it, change to like a video podcast if that was the case, because we'd have to see the the doom buggies in all their glory. Yeah, it's like where I was growing up. I grew up at a ski resort, and people would have like chairlifts on their uh, as like a outdoor bench at their house. I'm like, what's the point of this? What are you gonna <laughs> do with this oh when you gosh. move? So, um, <laughs> That's so it's like a doom buggy on your pretty porch. much the equivalent of that. I'm like, how are you really gonna move that around? I don't understand. Yeah. But oh, maybe a, so a small replica could could work, but maybe not the full size thing. Yeah, and you'll save yourself like 150 grand, I'm sure. So yeah. <laughs> in the process, yeah. also also true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, before we let you go, uh, we, you guys are doing something very cool. You're involved with something called uh, Podcast Mics for Magic. Hopefully, I'm not butchering that. Um, but you guys are raising some money for the Chalk Foundation, uh, the Children's Hospital down in Orange County. And how can uh, our listeners help you guys out uh, with this fundraiser? I know you guys have a trip coming up, and there's some fun games being played. Uh, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, Emily, uh, my loving wife that she is, had a great idea. She's like, let's torture you or punish you or, you know, <laughs> use your uh, use you as a way to make some money for a good cause. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have like we're calling it the punish the podcaster for magic, kind of like as a <laughs> sub fundraising uh, okay. thing under the podcast Mics for magic. Basically, Emily came up with a bunch of things that I and not the general I'm a little bit I'm just going to say I'm a little bit more reserved with my Disney fandom when I'm in the parks and there's just some certain things that I've held out on on like rides and just general activities that I don't do I'm just more toned down when I go yeah. to the parks and that allows her to be whatever she wants to be when she goes to the parks. so <laughs> sure she can do all the accessorization for us but uh, yeah there are a lot of things that I haven't done or just yeah again generally refuse and if we hit those milestones I'll go do them in the park We'll have a good time for it. It's money for a good cause. So yeah, if you uh, want to see a grown man ride, and I think we've unlocked the put me in the Casey Jr. Uh, animal cage. Animal cage. <laughs> uh, nice. Cart. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to see that or uh, me wear kind of like this uh, goofy Olaf stuffed animal hat that weighs entirely too heavy than you would think about <laughs> and uh, walk around in an Elsa t-shirt and go meet my idol Elsa. <laughs> You just oh, got to donate some money to okay. the to the podcast Mike's for Magic uh, campaign, um, and we will go do that for a little bit of fun, and it all goes to a good cause. So, and you can yes. find the fundraiser on Instagram at podcast Mike's for Magic. Within their bio, they have a link where you can go donate. Um, but on our page on Instagram at Make It Magical Pod, we have. Um, I guess it's pinned on our yeah. page okay. and you yeah. can read all about like our tasks, what we're trying to accomplish, how much money we're hoping to fundraise because uh, our trip is mid-April. So we're hoping to meet all of those funds by the time we go on our trip. And the whole goal is whatever different milestones we unlock, different tasks we unlock, we will document it all while, while we're in the parks and then share with people on Instagram just as a fun little way to engage with people and have a good time all in the name of charity. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. We're so excited to see what happens. Um, and uh, we'll definitely put, we'll put the link for that and everything in the episode description so people can click on that and hopefully give again, going towards a great cause. And you also get to see Clayton go through, um, <laughs> Disneyland hell, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I mean. So bring his wife and myself yeah. tons of joy while I get yeah. happen. She, she was giggling to herself over there. She's like, I, ha I have a good idea for our uh, trip. I'm like, Oh, like this this doesn't yeah. bode bode well for me, now does it? <laughs> yeah. uh, we've unlocked Eat a Dole Whip, so I have to. 
pretend to eat a Dole Whip or, or no, not pretend? No, you have I, to eat it and I pretend, have to pretend you like, to like it. it. And pretend so, to like um, it. Yeah. yeah, so I'll have to work on my acting skills for that one. <laughs> Emily, um, we need a, Emily, we need a full video on that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm Unedited, unadulted. Yeah, we just need yeah. the whole. That is happening. What she, what she won't know or what she won't witness is I'll let it sit out for about two and a half minutes and then start to eat it. So it fits my. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'll give you a straw to drink it up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Gross. Yeah, should be fun. We have a couple levels that are going to be like Instagram related, um, like fan submits that we'll do a couple polls on to see oh, what cool. wins. We have some fans that are like, I want to see Clayton in a Dumbo elephant with like a Mickey Mouse set of ears and a lollipop. I'm like, oh my goodness. let's not do that. Um, <laughs> um, so you better you get know, big if you want that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all, it's all for a good cause. It's all in some fun. So yeah, please uh, donate if you can. And uh, we will, uh, we'll have some fun at my expense. Awesome. <laughs> well, okay. thank you so much for coming on. It has been an absolute blast getting to know you better and uh, talking Disney for the last hour or so. And uh, again, if you haven't already, go check out Make It Magical on all the podcasting platforms, correct? And Instagram at Make It Magical Pod. Did I get that right? Yeah. I'm plugging your stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And you also, uh, Emily's got a book coming out. Called, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check it out. They just started a fantastic series on kind of the history of Disneyland and Walt. And uh, it's going to be a good one. I already know it. Uh, the first episode was fantastic. Uh, so go check them out. Thank you, Emily and Clayton. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you guys. And we're so thankful that we finally got to see you on our computer. And we're looking forward to see you guys in person very soon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting us on. It was such an honor to come on Market House. We love you guys so much. And we had a blast chatting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.